Okay, you get what I'm saying. I don't because you're saying it like it's Beverly Hills. I'm not saying it like it's Beverly Hills, but I just based on the times that I've been been in and around there. Obviously, I don't go to school there. Like Like the nice area, sure, but like they don't need that more than like inner city Los Angeles. And so if they were giving money to inner city Los Angeles, yes, I would be more apt to Santa Monica needs say yes. N- uh, no, I'm not going to give it to Santa Monica over you somewhere like I think you're thinking like just that. because it has a nice plaza that it's a nice No, place. I'm not. No, I'm not. It's I'm just saying, like, I don't know what exactly they it is over there. Don't um, use Santa Monica as an example. Use, like, Beverly Hills or Okay, Bel-Air. But, and I said Beverly Hills and Bel-Air. Yeah. Like, Santa oh, so, like, places Santa like that. Baldwin Hills. Like, yeah. that type of stuff. I they would say Baldwin Hills because it's black. Yeah, they are black, but they don't need it. Welcome back to another episode of Black by Unpopular Opinion. I am your uh, one. I am one of your hosts. My name is Phil. What? I don't know what the hell I was one about to ass. say. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Or like one, I was going to say one A, but then like if one I say a. one A, then one B makes it sound like yeah, I'm super. We're not inferior. yeah inferior. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So that's why I was like, I am. Uh, one. You are yeah. one half of the dynamic. Yeah, video. like yeah, boy. That is. There are two hosts there. on this. I am one. My name is Phil, and that is Queen the beautiful. C-C. And today, uh, we actually have a informative episode for you guys. I know, you know, it's been a minute, and y'all done caught a lot of the black hell that we have we have been giving y'all. And uh, there's more. Believe me, there's more. But today we're going to be uh, informing you guys on the propositions, um, the, specifically the California propositions and what what they are, what we think, what we're going to be voting, and just giving you guys a little bit of information as to what what to be looking at in terms of the ballots when it is time for you to vote. Because voting is coming, and you should be voting, and you should know exactly what you're voting on and, and who you're voting for. Don't just vote because somebody said to vote or because there was an entertaining ad that said that you should vote one way or the other. Make sure you do your research. It's the Proposition 40. Oh, my word. Get on. Okay. That's what she's calling it. That's not That's not what I'm calling it. We're going What's to talk about... Propping? We're going to talk about the propositions. I'm not, I'm not going to call it all that. Catchy to lure people into. Man, I'm pretty sure the proposition. I'm not even gonna say it, but what you said. Say it. You try. No, it. I'm not. I'm definitely not gonna say it. No. Um, but yeah, like we're gonna talk about propositions. I'm not calling it no party. I can't even say that. Just say party. Put a W before the A. What? No, I don't even, no. Say it. Just say it. Party. There. Well, you said it like East Coast nigga is. I don't, I don't, okay. Do you really want to do this right now? (laughs) Because we could talk about like accents and stuff like that. Well, no, because we're in California. We're only talking about California propositions. Okay. Yeah. And I'm from 
We know where you're from. From the other side of the country. Like you make, I don't sound foreign. Like, watch. When people listen to this, they're going to be like, you don't sound foreign at all. You do sound foreign. California people might listen to this and, exactly. and be That's like, he don't about. sound foreign. No, you sound foreign. To California people? Yes. I don't know. Nigga, what is the definition of foreign? Mm. Exactly. Mm. Not native to the land in which you're inhabiting. I ain't about to sound like that. Yeah, you but do sound like that. But that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to give y'all guys a lot of information, some insight, and uh, just, you know, try, try and get y'all to understand that, like, this voting, this voting shit is real. You know what I mean? And, like, if you ain't voting, then, like, you're doing it. to the propositions. 40. This is going to be a long episode. Well, the age of election is upon us. Every four years we go through this process of trying to figure out who's going to run the country and represent America in the last four years we have not had good representation to say the least um, they, they actually laugh at us other people can say what they want I've seen numerous reports that say that uh, the current president um, is not well respected by other uh, foreign dignitaries and the like so this election needless to say is actually really important on that front and on the front of actually who is going to be representing the american people and attempting to make the country a better place for the people who live here right yeah so um this is very important from your local elections meaning your mayor and the city council and the people like that you should already be involved in that type of stuff like don't let that type of stuff fall by the wayside just because the election is going on you should know the election the election cycle of everybody not just the president you know that comes every four years you should know your senate is every two um you should know that um mayors is what four Local election? Local election? And is it two or four? I want to say it's going to be looked up. <laughs> yeah, we definitely, you know, because we ain't trying to give you information that isn't necessary. Uh, I mean, not that isn't correct, but this information is necessary. Like, even if you don't believe that you should vote for the president because they're not going to do anything for you. And I've heard that argument plenty of times. You should definitely be voting in your local elections because you can directly influence your local representatives to do things. You can influence the president too, but that takes a lot more people that are um, in support of the cause that you have going on. So, Congressional elections take place every two years and yep. state and local races happen every year. Oh, so every single year. Yes. So that's even more of a reason um, for you to be aware. You know, I thought it was every two or the state election happens at the very same time as the federal election. Um, earlier this year, they had said something about the primaries and I'm not very familiar. The last time I voted was uh, for Obama. 
and um, that was in 2008. I didn't really inform myself enough to vote when Clinton and Trump were going up against each other. So I wasn't aware of, you know, um, previous primaries that preceded the election of the president. So there are always going to be things that happened before the, like the big, what you would consider the big election. So just know when they say it's election time or election season, find out when your election time is for certain things to take place because you'll see around your city you'll see a bunch of signs vote for this person for mayor or this person for you know all of these different positions you want to make sure you know when those are because local is almost sometimes more important than federal so because those impact you first i mean where you live impacts you more than your country yeah. a lot of times so yes, make sure you're informed um, about every time an election happens if you want to participate which you should elections and voting is a real thing it, it does make a difference so know when these things occur and know when they're taking place because not all things happen in November for everything right. we had some certain elections that took place in March of this year and I was you know, too late getting to them and informing myself, but it's important that you um, you know when those things, the timeline for those things. What it really boils down to is just let this be a habit for yourself going forward that you care enough about the people that are representing you that you want to have a say in who's representing you. You know what I mean? Like, don't just be upset that people are representing you and you can influence the people who are representing you you know what i mean like don't just allow people to be there and then complain that they're there and you're not doing anything like you can get the mayor out every year if you really wanted to you know what i mean like you can get your uh congressional representative out every two your house of representatives representatives out every two you know and the president every fourth you know what i mean so we got a voice and we have we have a voice and we have power and i think that through information and through knowledge about what's going on we will be better equipped to protect ourselves from the people who don't have our best interests at heart you know what I mean? and it goes beyond even voting just obtain substantial knowledge about the officials that, you know, for lack of a better word, um, reign in the, the the areas that you reside or even where you do business. Say, for example, you reside out here in California, but you do business also in Nevada. You want to know that even though you, you can't necessarily vote for those people if you don't have a residential address there, you want to know that you should continue to do business in a state represented by or a county or a city represented by somebody that has your best interest. Absolutely. If I had business in Nevada, I would want to know that I should keep my business there because the people making deci uh, decisions for where I do business align with my viewpoints because, you know, that I have some dealings in Florida and I have to know how those officials would handle the dealings regarding my situations that I've got you know dealings with in Florida yep. you know um, where your family is you want to be informed like say you have distant family that you're close to you want to know that they're being taken care of so 
Voting is very important, but just obtaining substantial knowledge on areas that you do business in or you just have interest in, whether that interest is family, business, whatever, know these officials because if you know these officials, you know whether or not you should have, you know, uh, some type of, of dealings there. And also you can inform the people that you know that do live there like, hey, let's make informed decisions together so you can help get the vote out for where you are. You know, or say you have a business partner in a certain area that lives in that in that city, you guys can decide together, hey, well, this official, you know, has dealings in the city you live in, business partner. Should we take our business elsewhere because where you live affects your side of the business? Yeah. You know, so it's very important to know, you know, everything going on everywhere that you may be affected. Yeah, I agree. And in the interest of us gaining knowledge and imparting knowledge to the people who listen to this we this morning um how do we even get on this one of us just decided to pull up the the i said something about it i think and then you like pulled it up i was like oh there's prop something and you was like well let's just look at them and then like you, we just we saw it. We saw. I believe we saw a commercial for one of the app driving. Yeah, it was an oh, app yeah, driving. Yeah, yeah the yeah. app based driving um, service. We sure did. And so we were like, okay, that triggered us to. You had sent us all the the California propositions that would be on the ballot this year, and then that triggered us to actually just go in and look them up and research what we would vote on for those for those particular propositions. Yeah, and like that was that's something that's important too um propositions are just like different things that get on the ballot um they're voted on the ballot like for instance this year proposition 13 um was supposed to be on the ballot but it was voted not to be on the ballot so we don't even get to vote on it what Um, is proposition 13 it is talk it talks about issuing 15 billion for schools and college facilities um but that was struck down um is that what that result with the X red X was? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought they just voted against it. Like in terms of like if it, like there was already consensus to vote no on it or something. I I don't know why they would vote no on giving money fifteen billion to schools and places like that. Yeah, but some of these are like no brainers and they're still on the ballot. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that that's definitely true because you're gonna see for some of them we just gonna be like no. I mean yes or no. Like we just read the brief synopsis and like, and yeah, like yep, or no. That's easy. Why is that even a thing? Right. And so uh yeah, like Proposition thirteen issuing fifteen billion for bonds for school. Um, that that didn't even make it on there. I think it should have because I potentially would have voted yes, you know. I think that schools need depending on what schools the money was going to. I don't think what that kinds of schools. Yeah, like and, and, and not just what kinds but where they are too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that all of that. What do you mean where they are? Matters like if they're in the neighborhoods where the schools don't need the money, then oh, we're gonna vote no. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You're, if you're putting money into a Santa Monica school, no. Mm-hmm. Santa Monica is not a rich <laughs> area. To rich be. niggas live there. Yeah. No, Santa Monica's not the wealthy. Bel Air. Yeah. Or somewhere like I mean, but like you know what I mean, like like places like that 
that money could be going to Englewood schools or Compton schools or Santa Monica's yeah. not affluent like that. There are affluent areas everywhere. My I mean, own house yeah. is selling for close to a million. I mean, Englewood. yeah, like I'm not saying that they're not, but like, so what? Who needs that money more, like Santa Monica or or, or Englewood? Mo- like. But again, Santa Monica is not an affluent. It's not known as an affluent area. Okay, you get what I'm saying. I though. don't because you're saying it like it's Beverly Hills. Or I'm something. not saying it like it's Beverly Hills, but I just based on the times that I've been been in and around there obviously I don't to go to school Santa there Monica, like, like the nice area sure but like they don't need that more than like inner city Los Angeles and so if they were giving money to inner city Los Angeles yes I would be more apt to Santa Monica needs that say too. yes no, no I'm not going to give it to Santa Monica over somewhere like I Angeles think you're thinking like just that. because it has a nice plaza that it's a nice no place. I'm not no I'm not I'm just saying, like, I don't know what exactly they it is over there. Don't um, use Santa Monica as an example. Use, like, Beverly Hills or Okay, Bel-Air. but and I said Beverly Hills and Bel-Air. Yeah. Like, Santa oh, so, like, places Bel-Air. like that, Baldwin Hills, like, yeah. that type of stuff. I they would say Baldwin Hills because it's black. Yeah, they are black, but they don't need it. Like, they don't need it as much as, the, and that's my point, is, like, these other places need it more than places like that. Like... There are certain places that need it and certain places that don't. I would be more apt to give it to places that need it, you know? Shit. My hometown, like, they they only have one high school in the city. That's crazy. How? Like, we when, that, like when we was going to school, we was going to, like, there was, what, East, Central, Vincent, and then there was Collegiate Academy. Oh, we have two because Collegiate Academy is still going. But uh, it was East, Central, Vincent. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think about inner city, uh, Cathedral Prep, uh, Mercyhurst Prep. No, that's a college. No, that was a high school. We played them niggas. We definitely played them niggas. Shout out my nigga John Thomas. <laughs> like, that was my dude. I played basketball against him. But, uh, he went to Mercyhurst Prep. But there was like five or six high schools, and now there's only one, Erie High. And that's it. All of the kids go to Erie High. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. And then I don't know how many middle schools there are, but there ain't enough. Um, if there's only one high school, I think it's Wilson. I don't think Wayne is a middle school anymore. I think that's a like a, a K through eight or something like that. I, I don't know. All I know is our the schooling situation there is messed up. So. Um, I would, if this was a Pennsylvania thing, which I want to look up the Pennsylvania, uh, prop, I want to look up the Pennsylvania proposition so that I can tell, you know, my family that's still out there, what's going on with those. Um, I would have definitely voted yes, but there are how many propositions? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's twelve propositions on the ballot this year and um we have a hand and some of them are like she said like they're no-brainers it's just yes or no you know what i mean and then some of them require some more uh research and stuff you know so that we can have a clear picture of what's going on so you want to hit the first one i think you should because you had an issue with it oh um so what is this proposition 14 which uh, issues 5.5 billion a yes vote 
issues 5.5 billion uh, in bonds for the state stem, stem cell research institute um, and then it does change up the state's uh, the governance and program so basically they're giving 5.5 billion for stem cell research um, and when I first read it I think I said no you definitely said no. I was like, absolutely not. Um, because um, as far as I knew, um, stem cell research has been used. First off, um, I think the first question I asked is where are the embryos coming from? Um, because I think that that's a big uh, point of contention for me. Because, I mean, obviously they may not be getting the embryos through illicit means but then i wouldn't want like i wouldn't want people to just be donating embryos for this type of thing i guess i don't well see, i don't know the thing is is that the way i think about it is you can't rob a woman of her embryo like that's crazy right right so then how else are they getting embryos they would have to i would think and this is where more research is required i would think you would have to get consent from the sperm donor and the egg donor if they would decide okay we don't want to necessarily procreate and create our own child you can reproduce on our behalf in terms of combining the two and creating an embryo and then doing research but I don't know if that's a thing or not what I do know is there are products of conception now the fetus may not be considered living because it's been aborted in right. terms of um, a, a, an elective abortion or a spontaneous abortion where she has a miscarriage mm -hmm. Um, but if it's an elective abortion, I don't know the process if, if they, ugh, this sounds bad, but if they preserve the embryo or, you know, like there's no real knowledge on that. So how they get the embryos is unknown, but for sure they're not just going around robbing women. Right. Yeah. You know what like I mean? They, so they it can't has to take, be, yeah. I would, I would, and this could be just, you know, naive, but I would think that it would be done through some type of process where people are okaying the process of getting an embryo from their reproductive, you know, process from their, you know, and from their sperm and their egg being combined and then they research it. But however they get it is not as to me, not as significant because you don't just hear of like researchers going out robbing people of embryos. So the more important thing to me is what they're doing with it once they're in possession of the embryos yeah you know I agree with that. there's things they call them like what test two babies yeah so those are those are most of the time from what i've heard they're acquired through you know legal means like they are they are funded and approved to create these these embryos this okay. way you know okay. um this is how from what i understand this is how ivf is um or some type of of uh, inception is is like that conception is performed artificial insemination is performed so there's already an embryo and then they infuse the, the womb with the embryo maybe I, I could be completely wrong but if they already have the means of producing a child in a lab through 
the reproductive products, then they already have what they need to get the embryo. What they're doing with it afterwards is what's important. Matt, I, and uh, this is something we didn't talk about, but like if they're mass producing children for stuff like this or embryos for this, I don't, I don't like that idea either. Yeah, and that that's the question, but we're not really voting on how they're. No, you know we're not. I mean? No, we're not. I mean, it could be ethical or non-ethical. We're not. That's not up for debate. What the debate is, either you want to give them their money or you don't. And um, my other point was, um, I don't like the idea of people playing God. Um, Elaborate on that. Because... I think that there are certain things that happen to people or humans as a whole. Um, at first, let let's let me say that God isn't God is the God over all, but anything bad that happens is not God's fault. I, like we prescribe blame to God for things that happen bad to us when um, it's not. It's not God's fault. Um, but I also think that we don't need to be trying to play God. And this might, it was a small, um, a small part of stem cell research. And like, I guess I'm hesitating now because you explained it to me. But um, what from what I have read it, uh, in terms of stem cell research and things like that, like they were trying to like, like, create like the perfect beings and things like that and it's almost as if like you can like you can dial up your like your baby i mean well they, they've already started to do that yeah. like if you want and your baby with awesome. blonde hair and yeah. blue eyes or you want your baby with dark hair and right. hazel eyes like you can like you can basically order that and i don't think that that's the way that we need to be go uh, yeah. we need to be go what the hell <laughs> That we, that I don't think that's the way we need to be going. You know what I mean? Because we have a God that can do that all for us. And so we don't need to be trying to step into his shoes and doing that for ourselves. If God wants your child to be an albino child, then God will give you an albino child. And like you have to look at that as a blessing instead of wanting something different for for that child you know what i mean so i uh, and stem cells and things like that um basically what it turns into is just a scientist playing god to where they think that by using these stem cells they can create what they want and do what they want and there's no there's no rhyme or reason to it. it and it creates a slippery slope to where like people will people are already trying to find out ways to live forever we die we are supposed to die um so that we can go and be with the father you know if you've accepted him you know what i mean and people are trying to basically prolong that so that they don't have to and i don't think that that's the way we need to be going either do you still feel that way about this proposition um no no uh like i said because you explained it and so it's not something that I'm what did I I'm explain? sitting up here because you explain the good in it. You explain like um, it cures people and, and you can heal people and uh, 
you know, there is some, there are some things that happen to people that that will degrade your quality of life and using stem cells to cure them will improve uh, their quality of life. And I understand that and I'm all for that. Like if your quality in life, if your quality of life is to be improved um, and we have the means to do it, then I think that that should be done. But I think that we walk a fine line between improving people's quality of life and then trying to do, undo what God has done. But if that's not God to begin with, how are you undoing it? Not all, because God could use what happened to you, and He's using it subsequently, yeah. But but God could use what happened to you, and then what happened to you as a result of what happened for His glory. Yeah, you could be you you could be healed through those means, and then you talked about how. Um, it all comes from the body, um, um, which is true. Um, but it's science that takes it out of our body and then. But that's the same thing as one of the other props on dialysis. Dialysis is a process that your body normally does that people have an impaired ability to do mm. that need dialysis. Mm -hmm. Your kidneys are supposed to filter out toxins from your blood. Dialysis does it for you if you have impaired kidney function. Right. So do you not want people to have dialysis? No, which is why I said that I think that this should be something that uh, that we should vote yes on. I'm just thinking about it all the way through. And like, there are, I don't know, I, I think I was being too dreary about it instead of thinking yeah. about the good. Yeah, you for know? sure. I mean, but inevitably, uh, when people do things for good, um there's always that one twisted mind that will use it for something else cloning has been going on for longer than we even realize like the idea of wanting to clone even frankenstein he tried to he used different parts of body a body frankenstein is how old and he came up with this idea to even in a even in a fiction in a fictitious frame of mind to create what he considered the most perfect being of whatever by putting together different body parts that you felt were viable. So you have these ideals that have been going on before we were even born. And I'm not excusing it, but I think God also uses his glory in terms of someone being a someone being, you know, temporarily impaired and then they're the the victor that produces the pioneering of further cures, further um, healing for an entire community of people, you know, and I don't think, I don't think, I, I guess because I don't look at, I don't, I try not to look at things as negative when it's not apparently negative in front of me, but if I see that they're trying to create research for all, create some type of process for healing and curing and researching nervous system diseases, Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, things like that then to me that's something that i would advocate for because you know muhammad ali he lived a, a quite a while but he passed away from parkinson's you know and that was the result of him boxing forever and getting punched in the head several times but ultimately it wasn't any bodily 
it wasn't any bodily deterioration other than Parkinson's and that was a nervous system disease that they're researching you know perhaps he wasn't supposed to be here beyond where he beyond what he lived I mean if he was then yeah but that's a disease and diseases can be cured I'm not saying people need to live forever but something like that if he had nothing else going on it was just Parkinson's and they could have figured out a way to help preserve him um just for the time that his that ailment was was cured and then he just lived on and he passed away from old age you know and old age alone then that's just something that would have been a benefit of this research i don't agree with people trying to clone and trying to create i just i literally just looked it up when the first sheep was cloned Mm -hmm. that was way back in 1997 yeah. So, so think about how long that's been. Yeah. You see, know what I mean? So, so, you know. That's a long time. And it's been here for a long time. Yeah. But I always think about, like, uh, like I was telling you earlier, like, the slippery slope of things. Like, something can happen. And then people who may not have the same motives as the good people who started this thing might look at it and say, hey, we can latch on to it. And if they say this is okay then they'll say that yeah that's but this okay. is a very specific proposition this is for research yeah, on is. nervous system diseases and things that have to do with with research on healing the body in terms of the body's natural production so I if agree. they're researching stem cells that are already produced in our body they would have to go out and get a separate proposition for what it is they want to do or have to go through a different legal process to get it you know constitutionalized you know so I don't want to be on the side that's like I'm not approving anything because there's that one factor where someone could find a loophole to do something. I don't want to ever say I didn't want to vote for a majority of good just because there's a possibility. Not saying that it will actually happen. There's a possibility that somebody could go in and do something, you know, that wasn't meant to benefit us in a way that we morally agree with. Yeah, I I just... That's uh, just me. I, I just, you know... I, I just think figured. that it's it's a. Uh, I don't. I think that we would be remiss to not think about that possibility. I'm not saying that it should dominate your thoughts, right? Um, because it shouldn't. But I don't think that we can just say, "Oh, we can say." I'm not even saying that I won't say yes to it, but I'll say yes to it. And then I want to see what else happens with it. Like, I mean, once you say yes, what happens is you voted yes. And I mean, yeah. And then it's like. That's the, that's my dilemma with Proposition 20 is weighing all the possibilities that could occur with Proposition 20, which we'll get to later. But I had to think about like me voting yes. What are the implications for voting yes versus no? Right. And so you think about more than just what's directly on the ballot. You think about everything outside of those lines that could potentially occur. Yeah. And so I understand that. But when you're looking at something that's pretty specific like this, especially because coming from the occupational background that I'm coming from and working for a major facility that works with stem cells and stem cell research to help heal and cure people of these type of ailments and beyond to me it's a great um, innovation that they've come even this far with stem cells and people have gone into remission and never have to see that disease again you know forever so to know that it has benefited people 
to have that type of procedure done, you know, that makes me feel good, you know, and so, um, I, I guess I just look at what, what I see here and the majority of what would occur if a majority of people were to vote yes on proposition, uh, what is this, 14? 14, yeah. yeah, and I just read one of the, uh, the, the arguments for it and the arguments against it, and... You know, there's compelling arguments on both sides. You know what mm. I mean? I would, you know, I'm obviously going to make my decision based off of what I think is the best route to proceed and, and whatever comes with that, comes with that. Um, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting a cure for things. Yeah. Um, but I also know that there, you know, I guess in the back of my head, I'll always be thinking about like what else people are going to try and use it for. So maybe that's, that's the part that I got to get past, you know? So yeah, that's, that's, that's probably it. You know uh, what I mean? Well, you know, just informing listeners that top 14 is one of those things that you have to weigh your conscience on. You brought up an argument about where people could take that that proposition if it goes into effect so it's just something morally you have to sit with are you willing to vote no because of a possibility or vote yes because of what they're going to do with it i mean you know you know then you gotta look at <clears throat> what what has happened and what had and it's all in there you go to the ballot ballotpedia.org they have all of the propositions on there um we ain't going like stomping into the ground like they can get it for themselves you know what i mean and they should get it for themselves but like it's it's there's information there you know what i mean and like you should you should really get into it and um i don't know if this this site goes for every state i need to check because i want to like i said like i want to see Pennsylvania, you know what I mean? Because I got family there, but um, like, yeah, that's one of those. That's that's definitely one of the one of the harder ones for me to to think about if I if I want to do or whatever, you know what I mean? So, um, what about fifteen? Proposition fifteen was a no for us. Basically, Proposition fifteen. If you vote yes on Proposition fifteen, this is labeled. The tax on commercial and industrial properties for education for education and local government funding initiative. If you vote yes on Prop 15, this vote supports this constitutional amendment to require commercial and industrial properties, except those zoned as commercial ag agriculture, to be taxed based on their market value rather than their purchase price. A no vote opposes this constitutional amendment, thus continuing to tax commercial and industrial properties based on a property's purchase price with annual increases equal to the rate of inflation or 2%, whichever is lower. So we agreed on no simply because your base, your tax based on the market value at the time. So if you buy a property that's your example was um, purchased at 70000 and the market value says 400000 now you're taxed at 400000 rather than always being taxed at a close, close rate to your purchase price. So it would go up with annual increases 
to the rate of inflation uh, or 2%, whichever is lower. So you only get taxed at the lowest of the two um, closest to your purchase price. And, you know, obviously for those that have industrial or, or commercial properties, myself being a future owner of one and you potentially being a future owner of one as well, and several at that, we're going to speak, we're going to speak in abundance. That would affect us but for the time being i'm not just thinking about myself i'm thinking about those that already have these properties what i and obviously the the downside is if their market value is lower than their purchase price man they could have got taxed on lower if it's valued at fifty thousand and their purchase price was 70 then they only get taxed at 50. sure but i mean right now we could see that potentially happening but all of this stuff is going to come to an end in terms of the craziness that is 2020. And then things have already shown to become, to start uptrending again. Stocks, 401k, you know, obviously. Ooh, for, you might not want to say stocks right now. Stocks have shown, like my 401k dropped 7,000 when this all started and has been restored. And that my 401k, any type of retirement or investment account is a reflection of stocks. Yeah, so, but right now. Right now, because it's plummeted. Of, it always plummets around this time. No, no, no. They plummeted specifically because Trump said that he's not negotiating the stimulus anymore. Yeah, and that's because so his 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 being president is on the line. So there's always going to be some type of contingency, especially with a fool like that. But always around election time or any major. Yeah, yeah, it's going to drop because they're unsure. That's what I'm saying. So right now it's expected, but when this is an every four year thing. So for the majority of the time, you're not necessarily going to see this type of stuff. People were scared, so they were pulling out of stocks and stuff in the beginning, but things have started to stabilize and uptrend. Actually, in spite of a lot of things, a lot of businesses, and I wish I could speak to a majority of black businesses, but a lot of businesses like you know Target and you know, a lot of other corporations have seen uh, the foolery that is revenue you know come flooding through their through their doors you know and so their stocks have uptrended quite significantly so your market value for an industrial commercial property in my opinion is not going to be volatile all the time to where you would see a significant market drop so if you know that then you would want the more stable of the two which would be voting no knowing that your only tax um, according to your purchase price or the rate of inflation or 2%, whichever is lower. Right. So that was easy, no? Yeah. <laughs> told y'all, some of these are going to go quick. Like yeah. That one was definitely one where it was just like, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, dang, where's my oh, other one? Six oh, 16. 16. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this one was actually quite confusing yes. when we read it at first, right? Yes. Like, Neither one of us knew exactly. There's like two propositions in one. Exactly what the hell it was saying. Like it didn't, it didn't make no, it didn't make any sense. So, um, the name of it is the repeal proposition 209 affirmative action amendment. Um, and that in and of itself. Yes. I was just about to say that in and of itself is confusing. Like if you don't know what proposition 209 is, then like you're not really gonna know where to go with this. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be it'll be confusing to you. And so, um, just giving y'all like the, the base of it and then we'll get into it. 
A yes vote supports this constitutional amendment to re to repeal Proposition 209, which was uh, ratified in, in 1996. Ratified? What the hell? Brought into law in 1996. Ratified. Which stated that the government and public institutions cannot discriminate against or grant preferential treatment to persons on the basis of race, sex, color, ethnicity, or national origin in public employment, public education, and public contracting. A no vote opposes this constitutional amendment, thereby keeping Prop Proposition 209, which stated that the governments and public institutions cannot discriminate against or grant preferential treatment to persons on the basis of race, sex, color, ethnicity, or national origin in public employment, public education, and public contracting. What the hell did I just read? Yeah, oh my gosh. It's like, you're voting yes for something, to amend something, to repeal something. Like, oh my gosh, so what am I voting for? Right. And so, like, honestly, sorry, but like, honestly, it's like, when you take a word that has several words in it, you gotta take the root word out. You know, so with this, the root of Prop 16 is Prop 209 because you're voting to appeal, repeal or keep in Prop 209. So first, figure out what Prop 209 is. So what is that? Uh, so let's go to it because I had it pulled up. So Proposition 209 is the Affirmative Action Initiative. It was added to California's Constitution California Constitution's Declaration of Rights, which said that the state cannot discriminate against or grant preferential treatment on the basis of sex, uh, race, sex, color, ethnicity, or national origin in the operation of public employment, public education, and public contracting. So Proposition 209 is affirmative action. So if you vote yes to that, then you're voting to repeal it if i'm not mistaken yes yeah and then if you vote no you're voting to keep prop 209 yes this okay. this is very interesting what um that i didn't even read that because I, I just try to scan this is a lot of like jargon and just really wordy right so when you're reading these vote yes or no it's really a lot to take in it can be overwhelming and so I didn't really read a lot, but in kind of just taking more of my time, as we're taking more of our time with this, I came across the, basically the statements by officials as to why these things are important to vote yes or no on. In 2020, Assembly Member Shirley Weber, uh, Democrat, introduced the legislation that would become Proposition 16 stating that the ongoing pandemic as well as recent tragedies of police violence is forcing Californians to acknowledge deep-seated inequality and far-reaching institutional failures that show your race that show that your race and gender still matter. She also said this is probably an opportune time given people's interest in politics and given the kind of turnout that is anticipated and given the fact that this is a different generation that it may be possible for us to begin to work to reverse Prop 209. Hmm. Connor Lee responding to the proposal to repeal Proposition 209 said, I believe we would win by a landslide once we let people know what affirmative action is really about. Hmm. So. Hmm. So we said what to this one? We said yes. What so let's delve in because this is a big this is a big deal specifically to us. 
you know, we're college students and, you know, we're in a generation of people that may have just exited college or are still going to college or whatever, but um, you most, a lot of times you'll see affirmative action named in a institu- in a in a educational setting mm-hmm. so prop what types of affirmative action would be allowed so if you vote yes it removes the ban on affirmative action so what type would be allowed prop 16 would remove the ban on affirmative action involving race-based or sex-based preferences from the california constitution therefore federal law would define the parameters of affirmative action the u.s supreme court has held that race-based affirmative action in higher education and government contracting must be reviewed under strict scrutiny in the u.s Strict scrutiny is a form of judicial review that requires a law, policy, or program to serve a compelling state interest and be narrowly tailored to address that interest. Courts have ruled that strict racial quotas and racial point systems in higher education admissions are unconstitutional, but that individualized, holistic reviews that consider race when tailored to serve a compelling interest, such as educational diversity, are constitutional. Mm. So, hence, the college... Uh, ad- admission scandal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman, I believe that was her name, um, both scandalized their children's entry into school. Absolutely. One actually saying that her daughter was some type of person of color. And that took away from the opportunity for somebody who was a person of color. A real person. A real of real color. person of color. Yeah, well, was a person of color because her kids aren't people of color um allowing them entry in she should have been forced to pay the entrance admissions of actual people of color as her punishment for doing that so affirmative action basically means that you have to allow a certain influx of people of color um into your whatever you're doing yeah into your institution you can't just say oh we have one black person no you have to meet specific quotas because they have to be allowed the opportunity if you don't then that institution can decide just like the ceo at wells fargo saying that there are no credible or qualified applicants to work higher up he said there are no viable candidates yeah to work to fill the position yeah what so that would basically not be okay with affirmative action you have to allow people of color equal opportunity and basically it's a constitutional it's constitutional discrimination if you vote no right you're allowing constitutional and california being the progressive progressive state as it is the progressive state it is i am surprised it was the first state to institute a ban on affirmative action which is very surprising that is surprising you would have thought it would have been somewhere like texas yeah it's crazy the first state that's crazy right Mm -hmm. so i couldn't believe that when i read that yeah me neither and rereading it is still shocking Mm -hmm. so affirmative action don't let them fool you because a lot of times they'll even use affirmative action to just warrant like you know asian people coming in because asian people are like that token people of color that are acceptable you know and asian people should be allowed in as much as black people as much as you know hispanic people it shouldn't be oh well asian people aren't white so we let them in no what that does is it negates the ability of black people to come in or hispanic people to come in and serve their qualified skill set and contribute to that institution 
you know, or receive that education. So it's very important to know what affirmative action is and what voting yes is because just that synopsis of voting yes and no is so confusing. You have to break it down. Yeah, you'll mess around and read it and be like, I mean, no, I don't want to. Right, because no. we were going back and forth because you kept saying voting no, and I was like, I think it's a yes. And I even got a text from all these, you know, happy-go-lucky people that are trying to get you to vote one way or another. So they find your number in the local county, you know, and they know what your voter registration status is, and they can we count on you to vote yes? And so this dude named Lamar, shout out to Lamar, broke it down a couple weeks ago. Can I count on you to vote yes? And I'm like, well, his name's Lamar, so obviously I want to vote yes. But don't be that naive, you know? He could have lied, and his name could have been Connor. But honestly, you want to know why you're voting for something. Just because somebody who's on some type of league of voters hits you up doesn't mean you don't do your own research on it. So I... um. I got what he said, and he basically said it ends California's law, uh, ends California's ban on institutional discrimination. But you still want to know for yourself because they're also trying to sway you one way or another. Right. You have to sway yourself. You have to persuade yourself. And this is on what your free thinking is. Yes. Whenever anybody says that they're free thinking, if they are parroting the speech of anybody else, they are not thinking free. Let's be clear on that. I can't stand when people say free thinking and then you ask them what they think and they'll tell you what somebody else told them to think. Mm -hmm. That's not free thinking. So, yes, the Prop 16. Absolutely, yes. So that's a what? A yes. A what was 15? We don't know. No. No. It was a no down. Yeah. 15 was a no. And then, yes, the Prop 16. Um, So 17. Um. Restore the right to vote to people who, to people convicted of felonies who are on parole. I ain't got to read the rest of that. That's a yeah. A yes. Because they want you to come back in and be a productive member of society. That is what uh, parole, that is what prison, um, that is what the entire prison system is supposed to be for. It's supposed to be for rehabilitation. And so once you commit something that they deem as a felony, which... They are trying to get more things put into the uh, the law enforcement day. system. Yeah, that uh, that can be considered felony. Oh man, you can go so deep with this stuff, but um, you can go as deep as you want. It's our podcast. I mean, yeah, but you know, like I'll mess around and be sitting here. You'd been and went to sleep. It's two in the morning. And I'm still <laughs> fussing about shit. You know what I mean? Like, but like. Yeah, basically, you know, they're trying to get more things that are that can be uh, felonious to the average person. Um, And a lot of those activities which are felonious uh, are committed by people of color, which is why it's important to know what they're trying to get. Those actions that are deemed felonious, not that are, that are deemed felonious. That are deemed felonious, yeah, exactly. So. I mean, and then what that does is, okay, you've been convicted of a felony, like, you can't vote. And remember what the 13th Amendment is. So, this proposition makes you have to recognize that the 13th Amendment is institutionalized slavery. Right. Modern day slavery. Exactly. So, if you're not able to leave that enslavement and you still aren't able to act as though you're free you're still a slave to the system right so that's why it's important to know that voting yes you support this amendment to allow people on parole um 
for felony convictions to vote and knows the opposite you're allowing and, and this is my words view it read it deduct what you want from this proposition for yourself but in my opinion you voting no is like you still want them to be held to the 13th amendment even when they're out yes parole you are still technically kind of a little bit a prisoner because you're you're still held by the the prison system you're just out in the free world doing it you right. still have to you still have to abide by certain rules that the normal civilian that isn't a felon doesn't have to do but you're out because they deemed you they deemed it feasible for you to be out you know in the free world yeah and the so, whole point again of the prison system is supposed to be rehabilitation right you're supposed to excuse me you're supposed to go in for your crime do your time and then come out a rehabbed person who right. is ready to re-enter society part of re-entering society is being able to vote right and if you don't have a voice then in your in society then you already feel as though like you're not at you didn't ever actually re-enter society because it's hard to get a job mm -hmm. you can't vote um it's hard to get loans or anything like that because they ask you on in every pretty much everything that you do have, have you, you ever been, been convicted, convicted of a crime, of, yeah. of a crime? yes yeah. and once you say yes boom you are already discriminated against and right. so what it does is this it creates this vicious cycle of you think that you're out but you're not out you can't do anything so you go back to doing what you know to survive in a lot of cases and then you end up going back and then that's where the three strikes rule comes in mm -hmm. like three strikes and then your ass is out you know what i mean it's so like you know all of this stuff really really matters and it's why we say to vote because all of this stuff is important it may not directly affect you but it affects somebody you know for yeah. sure and the thing is is that when you're allowing somebody remember well you may not know much about the prison system i know i don't but just know the basics they're not treated the best in prison like no. you have to be some high up celebrity to get any type of preferential treatment and even then the guards gotta like you as that celebrity so like the general population probably doesn't care who you are right. depending on what you did so when you're in the prison system, you're on your best behavior, but you're still mistreated. You serve your time for your crime and you're out, whether you're out for good or you're on parole first, whatever. Then you get to vote on things that may have affected you while you're a prisoner and once you got out. So you're familiar as a felon. You're familiar with the prison system and the judi judicial system. So and the laws that affected you to the point where you were ruled a to have to serve you know your sentence so you are an integral part of the voting channel because you've directly been affected by whatever the law said that you did wrong you know yeah you should serve your time if you committed a crime of course you know you shouldn't be let off the hook but say you served your time you did what you were supposed to do according to the law and you were still mistreated you were still mishandled or even say you were innocent or they deemed you uh, having to serve a sentence far longer for a crime that your white homie didn't, oh, you know what I mean? Well, like, sir, yeah. your white homie did Very three times so. and still served less of a sentence. Yep. You know what I mean? And I'm not just talking about people of color, but just think for a second about how the law treats black people for crimes. It could be one time they throw your ass under the jail. A white person does it. Oh, he can't survive in prison. He can't, you know, do that. He'll just get 
um, community service or whatever for something far worse or he's done it multiple times or she, you know? So think about how the law affects you as a person of color and as a deemed criminal, right. you know? Yes, you should have to serve time for whatever the law deems, you know, rightfully, yeah. not discriminatorily, but rightfully you should have to serve by and a non-biased... And exactly. Yeah, by a non-biased judge or jury yep. and, you know, a set of lawyers that really worked hard on your behalf. Yep. Um, you did your time. And then once you've done your time, you should be able to fully re-enter society. Yeah, as a full-on citizen. Like, if as a citizen. Yeah, you're on parole, meaning, like, you got a little bit more time, you got to report to somebody, but at the same time, you're out in the free world should be able to opposite the world is already against you because now you have felon on your on your record you know if you if, if you're really trying to live your life and turn things around you should be able to do the things that other civilians do yes you committed a crime you're going to be labeled on paper for that but that doesn't define you and it shouldn't define you to the point where now you can't you can't you can't go. do anything else yeah. yeah it's like once that once you commit that type of crime they shoehorn you into being that type of person for the rest of your life. Yes. And, you know, like, this could be a whole nother podcast as far as, like, the prison system and what I think they should do with it. You know what I mean? But in terms of, like, parole, I think parole should be, like, uh, like a- almost like a welfare system and that what they do is they help you reintegrate yourself back into society. Right. You know and, what I mean? And look up Judge Craig Mitchell because he's in a, a beautiful example of an officer of the judicial system that doesn't allow your crimes to define you. He is an amazing human being, not just because of an interview, but you can tell his soul is good. He is an example. He's a, ju- it's a judge in Los Angeles that truly cares for the people that he has to oversee yeah. and yes he treats you as an offender at that time but he allows you not to be defined by your crime your no offense. matter how Absolutely. heinous Absolutely. he has befriended people who have murdered people because they were in gangs mm-hmm. that's not him being naive he's a judge that's him having a heart and knowing that he could do whatever he wanted to that person in terms of sentencing or whatever and he treats these people as people with second chances or you know beyond and i mean and they deserve it you know yeah I mean? and i mean you would think oh somebody who's in a gang murdering somebody like they should have known they should have known better god forgives Jesus forgives. I'm not saying that we're perfect and we have to forgive them the same because that's hard to do as people. But voting on Proposition 17 allows people the same opportunities that you're given. There are going to be some things stripped away from a felon that they can't avoid. You you did commit the crime, but being able to vote for things that now affect you as a felon, well, that's- you know, that is something that should be important to, to you. And that's something else. Like, you should be punished in the thing that you did to get you into prison you know what i mean like not punished as a whole as a yeah like you shouldn't be punished as an entire person like okay you scam somebody like you did some years okay boom when it comes to getting credit cards and things like that that should be you should be popped for that Mm -hmm. because you you use this illegally Mm -hmm. and we need to see that you are not uh you're not using that type of this type of stuff illegally anymore you are actually reformed you know what i mean and like when we do the present episode we'll we'll get into all of that because i did this uh 
I did this uh, this project with uh, some some uh, classmates, and it was it was all about the prison system, and like you just learn you learn a lot of stuff about it. But anyways, like yeah, um, so Prop 17 is an absolute yes. I don't even think there's any room to argue. If you are arguing, I would really want to know why. Um, what makes you think that people shouldn't felons should not be a right should be a right felon should not have the right to vote i would want to know what that is yeah um, it just requires conversation yeah like prop okay so prop 18 is um allow 17 year olds who will be 18 at the time of the next general election to vote in primaries and special elections so that is a that's a yes yeah and this one is like it seems like a no-brainer but then people would say well they're just kids well, these kids can also get their permit at 15 and 16. So they're allowed to drive. Right. You know, they're allowed to do a lot of things that you would deem for people around their age as adults. They're adults at, at 17 going on 18, you know. And a lot, of day, a lot of times these days, these kids are informed. They're very active in their communities. And you see a lot of that. I mean, us being California, you know. Being the progressive state that we are, I've seen it. And so I think that with the surge in social media being a necessity they, these days, because your ass should be at home. And right. you know what I mean? You should be informing yourself on things that matter, not who's dating who or who went on vacation where. Right. You know, that but, shit don't matter. No. But the things that do matter, such as the upcoming election. These kids are taking the time to inform themselves, and they're very intelligent. Um, there are a lot of things, you know, that you see these kids doing that are like, damn, like when we was their age, we was not doing this uh-huh. silly shit. But they're also becoming more enlightened. Social media was just becoming a thing when we were their age. It is a thing for them. So it is the thing. It is the thing for. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. So social media has its ups and its downs. It's uh-huh. good and it's bad. And knowing that a 17-year-old is a generation that came in when social media was already at its prime, they're informed. And while it's just like the felon thing, like allowing them to vote, it, to me, doesn't hurt you allowing somebody else to do something. So it, it, it doesn't, to my opinion, it doesn't affect you. You're stripping away something that has zero to do with you you're allowing somebody else to do something that would benefit them at no harm to you so if you're allowing a 17 year old or 18 year old to you know be able to drive or join the military or do other things that they're deemed old enough to do why can't they vote mm-hmm. you know it's important because again social sharing is a big thing and they should be allowed to participate i think I think I agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. Like, you know, in the age where kids are growing up fast, um, what this could do is give them the responsibility to understand what it means to to have a voice as an adult um, as they're growing into adulthood. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of parents are requiring their kids to pay bills and things like that, but, like, they can't. They don't have a say as to who's going to be representing them like they should period mm-hmm. and like if you're saying no again i would want to know why, why you know what yeah. i mean like imagine how much responsibility you would have taken on if 
you were given uh, additional responsibility uh, by that parent knowing that you were you were about to be grown you know what I mean some of us been working since 16 15 14 yep you know what I mean so to you know to say that they can't vote because they're they're 17 at the time like yo when eight when they're going to be 18 by the time it's time to vote you know like let them vote right. you know what i mean um give them a voice you know because a lot of times that is a, a age bias that's actually something that we talked about too older people don't or or not older people people who are older than the generation below them often don't want to hear yeah, that generation because that. we feel as though um they don't know anything or they don't know as much as we know no they do not they may not know as much as we know they may not have been through the same experiences and things like that but that does not mean that what they have to input into society isn't valuable right. you know what i mean and a lot of times we stymie that by saying that they don't even get a voice right. this gives them a voice and so they have to learn how to use it right. same way we did yeah because i mean at 17 1 18 you're deciding whether or not and sometimes at the you know mandation of your parents deciding whether or not higher education is for you you're deciding your life and where you want to go in terms of your passion and purpose um and how you're going to fulfill that financially and just you know grow globally how, how you're going to, you know, uh, trek that. So if you're deciding college and education and, you know, your career and things like that, or, or it, what kind of career you may consider within, you know, four years of going to college or whatever, then you should be allowed to vote on the things that may impact that. Right. You know, Period. Um, I know people who, you know, when I was 17, didn't want to go to college. You know, I, I wanted to. And so voting at that time may have affected me you know and them voting may have affected their decision not to so it's important that you allow them growing up they're adults now mm -hmm. you know they're um only shy of being able to drink which to me is ridiculous but um you know they're voices are important at that age because a lot of times they've developed mind frames in high school and they have to frame them once they get out into the college age to decide which way they're going to want to go so yep that's it babe i agree so that one is a c good okay next one go ahead 19 was the one i still haven't decided on it yeah. is California Proposition 19, property tax transfers, exemptions, and revenue for wildfire agencies and counties amendment. So, this one is, if you vote yes, this supports the cons constitutional amendment to allow eligible homeowners to transfer their tax assessments anywhere within the state and allow tax assessments to be transferred to a more expensive home with an upward adjustment. Increase the number of times that a person that person's over 55 years old with severe disabilities can transfer their tax assessments from one to three. Requires that inherited inherited homes that are not used as principal residences, such as second homes or rentals, be reassessed at market value when transferred, and allocate additional revenue or net savings re resulting from the ballot measure to wildfire agencies and counties. So, if you vote no, it's important to know what voting no is because it's a little different. Right. So it's not just no opposing those things. 
A no opposes this constitutional amendment, therefore continuing to allow eligible homeowners to transfer their tax assessments within counties and to homes of equal or lesser market value. Okay, wait. So just to be clear, like a yes allows them to transfer anywhere within the state. Yeah. Whereas a no only allows them to transfer anywhere within that same county. county. Yes. Got so it. there's okay. a difference. Okay. Keep the number of times that persons over 55 years old with severe disabilities can transfer their tax assessments at one. So they can only transfer they can only transfer their tax assessments at the time that the property was assessed, like uh-huh. for value, to one. They can't keep having the tax um, transfer. A yes is three. Yeah, a yes no is one. Three. Yeah, so Got no it. is one. Okay. And then finally, um, a no opposes this constitutional amendment, therefore continuing to allow the tax assessments on inherited homes, including those not used as principal residences, to be transferred from parent to child or grandparent to grandchild. So, hmm. you see there's an elimination there. You don't even get the additional revenue or net savings resulting from this ballot measure to wildfire agencies and counties. And so that affects the West. You know, we're in California. I'm sure they have ballots upwards, you know, in Oregon, Washington, and all that. So... Yeah, that one is a tough one. Yeah, it is because, again, it impacts people individually, you know, and we are voting to have fairness across the board. But again, like it's kind of like, why are we why are we deciding what a person does with their property? But it's only fair because if they're able to do something with their property, everyone should be afforded the same opportunity. Yes. So um, that one is one that we got to. Yeah, out of all the joints, that's the one we got to read up on. Yeah, and 22, just because, like, 20 as well, because 20 is one where, like, it seems easy, but, man, when we break it down, you're going to be like... Yeah, 20 is definitely... Okay, so Proposition 20. We'll come back to 19. Yeah, because, you know, we may not get back to it with with an answer. Um, but we will, uh, get back to it to let you know that we still don't know. (laughs) Right. Right. Like, that'll be what it is. So we're on prop 20 now. And this one is... Another one. So it is the Criminal Sentencing Parole and DNA Collection Initiative. Um, so a yes supports this initiative to add crimes to the list of violent felonies for which early parole is restricted, recategorize certain types of theft and fraud crimes as wobblers, chargeable as misdemeanors or felonies, and require DNA collection for certain misdemeanors. Hmm. I wonder what the hell they're talking about. And then a no opposes that um everything that i just read if you vote no you don't want any of that to happen a yes is you do want that to happen so so my first thought when i read this was i'm voting no because i'm thinking about my people and how they could be considered you know if if a certain member of my community black community commits a crime that's uh, charged as a misdemeanor, they can have that charge up to or recategorized as a felony, yep. you know, and 
how many times do we see our people miscategorized for minor nonviolent crimes, you know? In the case of like Alice Johnson that Kim Kardashian uh, helped her team, let me say her team, her team. helped release, yeah. Her team. Yeah, so um, that in and of itself was like, okay, do I want that to happen to mine? No, you know, so. Okay, so then where did yes come in? Did it come in? Um, still on the fence. Um, I don't know either because it, the types of offenses would matter. Um, fraud crimes, including firearm theft, vehicle threat, theft, and unlawful use of a credit card, chargeable as misdemeanors or felonies rather than j just misdemeanors. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't condone any type of crime, mm -hmm. but I know that the crimes that do happen, especially the credit card fraud, um, city girls, anybody? Right. <laughs> like they, right. they talk about that type of stuff and how, how that's how, how they used to live. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so like that would be a felony. And so if I vote yes. I mean, not would be a felony, but it could be charged as a felony depending on the judge. Right. Do I want my people subject to that? No. Do I want everybody subject to the same rules? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it's kind of yeah. like yes and no, no and yes, yes and no. I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what way I want it to go or any way that it should go. Um, on one hand I would want and this is part of what I was talking about as far as like they're trying to make law or, or crimes that they see that minorities commit more uh, harsh to you know what I mean to mm -hmm. catch up black people um, mm -hmm. that was actually an initiative that Trump put in look it up um, through his FBI director and they wanted to up Missed certain misdemeanors to felonies and there was a large contingent of uh, minorities who committed these type of crimes. Mm -hmm. So basically, you commit the crime, you're a felon. Oh, now lo no longer can you vote. You lose vote. You're not like it. It's a you got to, you know, you got to follow the, the breadcrumbs here to see where it ends. But as far as like as far as this one, um, I'm not sure because on one hand, I do want certain things to be in place but then on the other hand no like right. y'all doing just fine y'all lock up y'all lock up black people at an exponentially larger large uh amount of rate compared uh a rate amount of rate what the hell at an exponentially larger rate than you do other races of people and this would just add to that yeah like and i don't I don't think I want that to happen to my people. Right. You know what I mean? So... So you're going... No. No. I'm not saying that I'm going no. no. I'm, I'm on the fence. Like, yeah. I'm going to think about it the next couple of days. Yeah. And probably reread it and reread it. Because um, that's how I am. Like, I'll reread it and then I'll yeah. look up instances and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, like, I'm, I'm going to research mode. So yeah. I really don't 
You know what I mean? Um, so prop 21 is housing. Um, that is the local rent control initiative. Um, a yes vote supports this ballot initiative to control governments to enact rent control on housing that was first occupied over 15 years ago, with an exception for landlords who own no more than two homes with distinct titles or subdivided interests. A no opposes this, thereby continuing to prohibit rent control on housing that was first occupied after February 1st, 1995, and housing units with distinct titles such as single family homes. What was important about this was the fact that if you vote no, then what you're basically saying is the landlord, is this the one? Mm -hmm. Where the landlord can up your house. rent by however much they feel uh, or however much is allowed by federal law. Right. And so somebody can live in that place, they move out, you try and move in, you might know the rent was 1600 but then when you come, the rent is 2000 and you like it was just 1600 and they they have a right to you know uh increase the rate like that um a yes basically says no like states can actually step in and say no well specifically california can step in and say no you can't raise the rate that high you only can raise it a specific amount per year especially if it was uh obtained after 1995 you know what i mean so you know if you're a new landlord and you have one property then uh then like you're this applies to you but if you have more than that then it does not mm -hmm. so i mean but it's a way to just like because people will, will just buy one or two properties and then make the rent sky high somebody would need it have to do it pay it and now all of a sudden you know mm -hmm. you're you're raking in dough that you should not be raking in for a property that does not is not worth what you're getting people to pay for it yep which is which is completely unfair i agree you know um so no that one's no good um i don't have to go into 22 prop 22 considers app-based drivers to be independent contractors and enacts several labor policies related to app-based companies yep yes yep you definitely want that for all of the uber drivers <laughs> every time i hear uber i think 85 so yep. they're so stupid yeah, but uber to all driver. the uber drivers all of the lyft drivers anybody who does doordash and things like that you know um you can remain an independent worker but you can still get the things like you're a you're like an employee which means they have to offer you health benefits and a, and a minimum wage yeah, and things and like that yeah if you serve a certain amount of like service time um, then you get certain benefits with them yeah and you should you know you're working for them like they contracted you to do the work but then when it comes to making sure that you're safe like you're left to your own devices no that's not fair so <clears throat> you're not doing that that's a yes uh prop 23 is a healthcare proposition and it requires physicians on site at clinics and can sit from the state for a clinic to close um the first part i don't even know how that's a thing 
Because they were saying that there's already trained nurses there. Yeah, but no, there should be a physician. And then right? their argument was it takes physicians away from ERs and things like that. No, what you do is you let more physicians in the door. Or, yeah, exactly. You know, like you give more pos uh, physicians positions. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't squeeze it because there's not enough candidates. You let more people who are capable of doing the job in. Yeah. That's that's easy, and then you'll have enough ER physicians, and you'll have enough physicians for dialysis, um, dialysis clinics. But the consent from the state for a clinic to close, like, like if you want to close it, like forever. Yeah. Like you gotta ask the state, can you close it? Because people may need it. I yeah. understand that. I understand that too. Yeah. Like why? Because then they can just close it whenever. Yeah, you can just be like, okay, like I'm done. Yeah. I milked everything I needed to from that, and like, I think a clinic shouldn't close without that because you're saving people's lives. <laughs> Smokey to clean your glasses? Yeah, I did. Oh my because God. my shirt was just smearing what whatever whatever was on my glasses, it was just smearing so shit. Smokey was clearing it. And so like Smokey cleared it up. Most of the time I use like my little my my blankets or whatever, but I didn't even see my blue one was back there. But mm. I just grabbed Smokey Tail, boom. It worked. You know what I mean? Shout out my nigga Smokey. But uh what was I saying? I forgot. Basically, yeah, like you're saving people's lives. People need you and you shouldn't be able to just one day you're there, the next day you're not. Yeah, especially so yes, on Prop 23. Especially something like that. You know what I mean? Yep. Prop 24 um, expands the provisions of the California Consumer Privacy Act and creates the California Privacy Protection Agency uh, to implement and enforce the CCPA. So, I actually didn't read this one. So, what is this one? Basically, you, you have to... Yeah, you did. Um, you have, consumers get to tell businesses if they can or cannot share their information. They can opt in or out of their information being shared. And they can create, like, uh, laws that penalize businesses. And then they, they can remove the time period that businesses can have to fix the violations before they're penalized so once they violate if you vote yes once they violate a privacy law a business then they're fine they're penalized if you vote no you're allowing them time to fix it before they're penalized no like privacy is and should be an inherent you know right yeah that's so important. privacy is protection yeah so you shouldn't have to tell somebody no i don't want you sharing my information if anything you should be asked if you want your information shared right like it like should. you have to go on the do not call registry for telemarketers not to call you who the fuck wants to be blown up by telemarketers yeah ain't that nobody should be an opt-in not an out yeah ain't nobody trying to get them bum ass calls from these niggas trying to motherfucking sell me face oil my shit is clear <laughs> my g like i'm solid you know what i'm saying no. Like, Where did not, I hear that before? You're not finna, you know, like you. Paulo said it in one of his. You're not finna sell me no bullshit like that. You know what I mean? He like, oh, do you? Oh, do you do this or oh, do you have dishes? Like, do you, you have know, dishes? Like, just dump. It be dumb your shit. Your roof is leaking. Like, your windows leaking. They be trying. They be trying to sell you dumb. Like, they really be trying to sell you, you dumb shit or talk. My 
skills is leaking. Yeah, or like trying to talk to you about dumb shit. Just like, yo, I mean, them 85 South talk about this and they're right. <laughs> like, they're absolutely right. Like, it, yeah, don't call me. Don't call me. Period. So, yeah, my personal information. I mean, they need to crack down on the internet getting your personal information because there's and no way. And using it for algorithms. Yeah, because there's no way that I should look up Bevel on All my computer sudden, and then I'm on my phone Yeah. on the ESPN app, which has nothing to do with hair. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, I see the Bevel Black. I get amped. <laughs> I click on the Bevel yep. app. That's how they the, get you. The bevel black, you know, the bevel black picture, because I'm like, ooh, it's out of stock. That's how they get you. What the fuck? I just clicked on the shit for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, now I'm mad, because I want the bevel black. It's out of stock, and you niggas want to you niggas wanna put it up in the ad like it's still there. Right. No. So, yeah, don't take my damn information, anybody, because I might be, how old am I? 33? I fuss like I'm 60. <laughs> I fuss like an old man. So don't, don't fucking call me or nothing like that. And like, yeah, there should be a agency that uh, monitors the agency that protects your information. Yeah, like there should be people dedicated to that. Holding it up, you know, making them uphold whatever they're supposed to be doing. And the moment they don't, like you shouldn't get... If you shared my information and I didn't want you to, you shouldn't have time to fix it and un you can't unshare my information. Like once you shared it, it's there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Unless like you sent it in an email and you tell them to delete it or some shit like that. But like at that case, in that case, like you already fucked up because you sent it. Mm -hmm. So it's out there. You know what I mean? Like so, you know, um, yeah, don't don't do that. Um and then I think 25. oh this is the last jump right here huh 25 yeah so proposition 25 if I can click on the shit there we go uh replace cash bail with risk assessments oh man did we have a talk about this shit earlier yeah okay anyways because <laughs> I just get mad um so a yes with a vote to uphold the contested legislation, Senate Bill 10, SB 10, which would replace cash bail with risk assessments for detained suspects awaiting trial. A no is to repeal the contested legislation, thus keeping in place the use of cash bail for detained suspects awaiting trials. Like... And your argument at first was, well, then rich people can just, if you keep cash bail and rich people can just get out. I mean, they've been doing that. Yeah. But if you allow them the freedom to be white and not have to pay anything, then they can get out because they're white if you're with the wrong judge. I'm basically, yeah, that's basically what happens. They walk in. They have no prior offenses. They've never been in trouble with the law or anything. Maybe a traffic ticket or two or maybe not even a traffic ticket. Um, they walk in, they've done something heinous. The judge can look at their prior record and say, oh, you don't, it is of my assessment that you don't pose an immediate threat to society. 
because you have no prior offenses in the things that you did now. But then, and you gotta think about this because we black, how many black people would get off of that same shit? Mm. They put people in jail for life for selling weed. Yes, which is ridiculous. And weed ain't never hurt no damn body. They put people on life for selling weed. It hurts chickens. Well, the worst thing I've seen happen to a person, they just get cyclical vomiting. So, like, they smoke weed and they, so much that they, like, they have a habit of vomiting. Oh, the worst thing I've seen is, like, a nigga ate a whole 10-piece from from Kentucky Fried. That's about as bad as it got. Oh, he was really hungry. No, yeah, he was hungry. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, so, like, he was just, he just got really hungry. Yeah, like. Yeah, like, the nigga was hungry. And then, like, he ate it. And I was like, damn, you ate all that? Yeah, and then he went to sleep. I wonder why it makes you hungry. I don't know. Yeah, I've, never, I've never tried it. Hmm. Is that <laughs> why? I mean, CBD is not necessarily as extreme. It's not as extreme as weed, but I wonder when I take CBD more regularly if that causes me to be hungry. No. Do you be hungry? I don't think so, because I haven't really had to take CBD in a while, like consistently. And I had been hungry for like the last couple weeks. I thought that was your cycle. I think that was. But in line with that, sometimes when my cycle... I'll be hungry. I don't take no damn CBD. No. Yeah, that's true. Like, like abnormally hungry to like, it's like, you're not satisfied. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I'll eat and then I'll be like, damn, I'm still hungry. Remember those times where I was like, I kept eating and I was still hungry? Yeah, like you was... And that's hormonal. I know that that's hormonal, but... Um, Cause when I my cycle starts, I get more anxious, and then when I get more anxious, I usually want to, you know, obviously take CBD. So I'm wondering if it's the cycle or the CBD. I don't know. I don't know. We gotta look that up though. Why see why weed makes niggas hungry? Uh-huh. Why eat the munchies? But yeah, cause it's so bad that they put weed in edibles so that you get your weed and you get your food at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. thought about that. And I know people who eat edibles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the I ain't hell? gonna say no names, but I know niggas that eat edibles. You know? And I know a lot of niggas that smoke it. I just was never one of them dudes. Right. Like, I never wanted to try it or right. whatever, you know. Yeah, I've been propositioned. Yeah, it's cool. You know, like I've I've even been shotgun. Like What does that mean? You know what that is? No. When somebody is smoking and they blow the smoke in your face. Oh. I'll sleep. Like, Damn, wow, that's rude. And it blew the shit in my face and it woke me up. Who the hell did that? It was, I ain't gonna say no name. I'll tell you off of this. But like, it was... Wow. It was a... a I think I told you that. Somebody I don't like? No. Oh. It, it's not It's not nobody you would... Uh, I've told you about this person before. Yeah. They funny as hell. They are super funny. Yeah. It, it's not... It's, it's some... Okay. I'll tell you about it off. But like, yeah, I've never actually smoked it myself. You know, I did the hookah. You know, shout out to my my uh, my hookah lounge niggas. You know what I mean? Like, and then club. <laughs> what was it called? Club JoJo. I gotta hit him because I now I don't remember the name of it. But his back we named his backyard something. Mm. And like he used to call it that every time. Oh my god! Like come on back to club JoJo. Yeah, I think it was it was JoJo. I, mm. I'm still gonna hit him up to ask him tomorrow. But, um, yeah, like, I, I did, the most I did was hookah. And, like, that shit had me 
like you feel so light yeah you do I know like it's really weird yeah it's super weird I'm not used to that yeah like, I'm used to you know I was even used to being drunk but I haven't so even when's the last time we didn't drink I don't know I think you've had like something because you had those bottles in there for a while but it's been a minute for me last time we went to the movies I think for me or the second to last time yeah, because the last time we went, we didn't drink, I don't think. What did we go see? I don't remember, babe. I don't you remember. You asking questions. You know I can't damn answer. I don't remember, but I know we drank the time before last. Anytime we went to see a Marvel movie, I'm pretty sure we had drinks. Yeah. We did not drink during King of Monsters. No. That's really what it is. This stupid ass pandemic. I really just missed that. That's all it is. Can't wait till next year. So I feel like things. We've been to two, two. two. We went to the one at UCLA. Yeah. And we went to the John at. uh, We went to the John at UCLA and we went to the one in Pasadena. The one at UCLA is huge. I don't really remember it. You don't remember? It was big. We went and we watched. We watched Infinity War there. Oh, okay. I know you don't remember. No. Because like, <laughs> I'm so used to the one in Pasadena. Yeah, that's the only time we ever went because I wanted to see it. And the one that we had was sold out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, True. even Monday. Like, we couldn't even go. And I was like, we, I want to see it. And so I looked up the other one and... I don't think it was anybody in there. It was like a couple, it was like two other people in there besides us. And they had like double the seats that the one that Pasadena had, so. But yeah. Um, yeah, I can't believe I never told you about being a shotgun. That's crazy. Maybe you did. But... It, like, it ain't a long story. It's just, okay. It just is what it is. But yeah. yeah. Prop, uh, what is it? Prop 25. Boom. Yes, no. I don't want nobody getting no type of damn risk assessments because they will always assess us to be a threat. Yes. It doesn't they matter do what that it is. Anyways, the niggas don't even be committing crimes. I mean, yeah, you know, when you look at it, it's it's, it's how you know unarmed, non-threatening black men get killed by the police, or even you know, like they can be black people. Black, yeah, yeah, definitely. Or black the people. not you see publicized men, but. We do have to. Yeah, black. The... Yeah, black women get. Uh, yeah. Get. Right. Yeah. Get the same treatment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But, I mean, I just look. Everybody got to pay for their crimes. So pay when bail, nigga, pay up. Yeah, and like the least you can do is tap them niggas' pockets. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You know. You get it back. Yeah, you get it back. Which is stupid. That, that's collateral. It is yeah. stupid. You should have to pay. You know. But hey, who am I? I just think that your ass should should definitely you you should be paying. You go ahead and, and give that up. Well, that was the proposition forty. Yeah, you know I mean, like wash proposition. So that's it. Um, I'm pretty sure ain't really shit else. I'm like, you know who we voting for, so don't ask us. Yeah, um, I don't want to vote for. They do not know. Yes, they do. Do they? Who you voting for? I ain't telling nobody my business. That's mine. Uh-oh. California privacy law. Oh, okay. That's fine. 
You niggas know who I'm voting for. <laughs> and if you don't know, go ahead and write a comment. Ask your boy who I'm voting for. Let me give you three solid paragraphs of this piff that I got in these Twitter fingers. Fuck <laughs> you niggas talking about. I, I can write this MacBook. Yeah, we know because he can talk. So if he can write, if he can talk, he can That's write. not always true, though. That's but, true because you text like you don't, right? I don't. I don't you I'm text not, like you don't talk a lot. Yeah, I'm not good at texting at all. I don't think you're not. Yeah, okay, never mind. I'm lie. not good at it. I, I can admit lie. that. Yeah, don't lie. Yeah, okay. I'm not good at it. I'm, I'm just not good. But, uh, go ahead and, you know, I mean, shit. Peep the website. Articulationofating.com. Articulation. Like, like, I definitely can write. You know, so can. I sit down and put my mind to it. I just right. put up a. He be leaving that knowledge, okay? That enlightenment. Mm-hmm. That fill a mint. I just try and, you know, give you a little bit, you know, uh, and that's, yeah, that's it. So, so that was the proposition 40. Yeah, it definitely was. I'm looking to see if there was anything else. Um, ballot measures. We are not doing that. Uh, no. Again, don't let us be the ones that tell y'all what to vote for. We just enlightening y'all. Right, because we got the knowledge, and so we figured we get on here and talk to y'all about the knowledge. Yeah, Somebody, you, you go know. and do your own research and don't, yeah. yourself. It might not benefit you to vote yes or no like we did. Right, don't. So, at least you're voting. Don't take our word for it. You know, but yeah. I mean, you should vote based on the masses and how it would empower and improve the masses. But again, it has to be your own your own assessment. Right, definitely do not... Uh, take our word for it fact check everything we say right you feel Please like when do. you say something wrong go ahead and comment like i'm not above none of us are above reproach you mm-hmm. know what i mean and be polite yeah definitely be polite you know because niggas do got mouths over here you know what i'm saying but like you know like de- don't again like this is what free thinking is all about we giving it to you as we see it now it's up to you to go and look at it as you see it right. you know and take what we saying research it do it you know do it for yourself and then talk to your people about it what do they think how do they feel and then encourage them to do the same that's the only way we don't really get anywhere in this mm-hmm. society they're not going to give it to us so we got to go and get it you know mm-hmm. they weren't going to tell us nothing about the props and then we was going to get in there not know about the prop any of the propositions and then just vote right yeah would have been lost yep. what? or you oh. have a biased advertisement tell you to vote one way or another right you know and you don't, don't know do where it came from and all that other stuff so because you, you know. know how these campaigns go they shit on the other candidates so yep. same power, thing with propositions yep the power of information is in your hands and it is your responsibility to use it if you have this information and you are not using it, then you are doing yourself, your family, and your people a humongous disservice. Right. You do not. The only way we will get better as a people and as a society is if we share everything that we learn, you know? Right. And if you're not willing to share it, then you don't need it. You know what I mean? And especially as uh, knowledge is concerned. You need to be giving it to the people you're with. So, um, yeah, good talk, guys. Hopefully you go. You check the propositions. Uh, Ballotpedia.org is where we got all the information for the 
for the ballot set so definitely check that website out uh like i said i'm gonna be looking up stuff in pennsylvania you got any other states babe you gonna look up mm, probably florida shit oh yeah definitely florida yeah don't get yeah. me started oh, shout out my nigga josh shout out sir brooke his wife and my baby jenny you know what i mean She's so sweet. But yeah, shout out them. The rest of Florida. Okay, besides my family too. Well yeah, I I don't I don't know the name, so if you Yeah, no, but out. I know, but like we just gotta include them. Well yeah, yeah, of course. Like yo, whoever is there that's your family, absolutely. Like but yeah, everybody shout else. out them niggas, but like everybody else fuck them niggas. Like Florida's a, anyways, don't get me started. Anyway, yeah, like <laughs> so yeah, you'll probably check Florida. I'm definitely gonna check Pennsylvania and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit them and see if they know about it or have have looked into it so that we can talk about it you know because mm-hmm. i want everybody again to be as informed as po- as possible you know because we need it especially now especially now the type of nonsense the malarkey that's been going on and tomfoolery right this these past four years and even and even longer you know what i mean mm-hmm. like now is the time to be informed we have all of the tools to be as knowledgeable as we want to be in our hands Mm -hmm. when you start using it you know Mm -hmm. and voting is a tool don't get it twisted and if you're not voting then you are not using one of the most powerful tools you have and remember what silence is yep a vote for the oppressor so um i don't know We'll end up doing this shit again. We'll talk about something else. What do you mean? Like not, you know, like this stuff. Like not to this stuff. The propositions? No, not like the propositions. But maybe like when maritime comes up or some shit like, who is the mayor? Of, of where, where are we, we at? at? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that! I'll go sit know. in the city. Talking about I'll real live go sit in a city council meeting though, just so I can argue with them niggas, like for real. But uh, yeah, that's what it's for. Shoot. Like, I'll definitely go argue and be like, oh no, oh that's mm-hmm. bullshit. What was that? Yeah, that's my guts. You hungry? Uh, a bit. Oh, give me some grapes too. Probably gonna, probably gonna go and get myself something. But, mm. I'm a def- I'll definitely go and sit. Talk to them fools about the stuff that's going on because mm-hmm. you know they need to know as well as we do. You know yep. what I mean? Like, you don't gotta sit in it. I can sit in it. We'll yeah. be zooming it. What you mean sit in it? We both will be sitting there on Zoom. Yeah, we gotta find out when it is because I do. They had a know. couple earlier this year, but they were all visual. You know, oh, all okay. Yeah, we audio gotta, visual. Yeah, I'm looking at that so. I mean, it was about unemployment and the disaster that was unemployment in California. That was. And know your assembly members too, because uh, I don't know if she was a secretary for our assembly members. She was legit. Yeah, she was. She definitely got us everything that we needed. Um, we ended up getting to the information quicker than her, but yeah, she sure. came through. She still came through with the information. Mm-hmm. Like, she could have just been like, I think they got it, and then just left it alone, but she didn't do that. Like, she made sure. No, I think she forwarded the information to us, which is how we got to them, which is how it got handled faster. No, I looked up the number, and I called the number, and did it a certain way, and I got through. Hmm. And then we did it again in the morning, 
didn't get through the next time oh, yeah. we got through because like we tried to get them to do both of us they wouldn't mm-hmm. and so we I, I i did mine and then we got them a couple days later you did yours mm-hmm. and then they called me yeah yeah that's because of her yeah called me because of her that's what it was that's what it was so mm-hmm. yeah no you're similar and and that's it like you don't gotta rock with none of these people but you need to know who they are yes you know their you history like i fuck with my assembly member because she went to a school a local college and was speaking on mental health awareness anxiety depression homelessness all of those things she actually went to speak on those things out of school she you know i don't know everything she does every day but to opt to do that that was that was yeah that, yeah that's it like that that makes her uh at least the least part official you mm-hmm. know what i mean as opposed to somebody who didn't do none of that mm-hmm. you know what i mean so um yeah. and if you rock with her i rock with her like, this is a this is definitely a unit so mm-hmm. you think you said that they straight they straight and ain't all, it ain't always like that about certain things, but right. there are certain things we will march in lockstep with, and right. that's one of them. So, so uh, that's it, and that's all. That was the proposition, Bordy. Do do your research, figure it out, and then comment and and let us know, like if you agree with our proposition uh, choices or not, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, right? Yeah. Or if you gonna do it or not or whatever, like it don't matter. But, you know, interact as much as you can. You know what I mean? So, signing off. Until next time. Proposition 40.